Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey lovely people, right here we are with Intention versus Expectation part two. Now last week's episode we were kind of teeing up this week and it was great, we had a deep dive into what expectations are, the impact that they can have on our life, how we can start to shift into intention and this week we're going to be talking more about the practical elements of that, what intention means to me and Ellie and I really do think this podcast, I mean the conversation we've had together has really helped us and it's such a, this isn't really an idea right, but just if you get this the energy behind what we're saying here it has the potential to genuinely change people's lives so if there was ever one to share or go and review us that would just be would be so grateful for that if you could take the time to take a couple of minutes if this one's impacted you and we're people powered we're powered by you our listeners you know that's how people find us the the reviews really help us and uh, yeah we're always really appreciative of that so this is a great episode we're gonna as i say take a much deeper dive into the ideas around intention and how to use them in our lives and we're super excited to put it out all right without further ado i'll hand you over to me and ellie see you there team okay we're back we're back for part two of our expectation um and intentions podcast and for anyone who didn't catch the first one it's really worth um tuning into that we basically have a have a big discussion around what we mean by expectations and we give some real examples of that and we talk about how many of them are invisible and and, and it's it's a really great way to cue this one up so i definitely recommend going back and giving that a listen um but where we left it effectively was we had spoken about expectations we'd, ha- we'd had a little bit of a chat about intentions but we were gonna do have a deeper dive into what we mean by an intention here now together and then talk about some more practical ways of inviting some of them into our lives um yeah, and I mean, like, I think it's worth mentioning, Ellie, that it's this. This isn't about making expectations the enemy or anything. It's not like trying to be on some kind of crusade. It's just being about aware of where they are in our lives and um, sort of noticing the power of an intention and where expectations can can yeah. help can make our world smaller and can lead us to more conflict in our lives. I think is both both conflict with reality like being in resistance to reality because we think we are expecting something to happen but also innocently ending up in conflict with our relationships and with the people our loved ones and people around us too yeah yeah we we can clear so much like you think about the time that we spend on this earth and how much of it is in some level of conflict and it doesn't have to be major conflict but irritation or some kind some level of discontent and we can we can eradicate a lot of that just by understanding how our experience is created, how other people create their own experience, why there's a difference, why we want to control other people's behaviours, why we have these things like I referred to the manual as Brooke Castillo calls it, why, you know, why, why we feel the need to have these things. And the thing I, I really dearly want everyone to go back and listen to part one because it's it's going to make it's going to be more impactful listening to that episode before this episode. But we really talked about like the difference in the level of uh, like energy required to 
to live if we are wrapped up in expectations versus intention. How int- being intention-led is so much lighter yeah. and opens us up to our full potential as opposed to something that fit. And, and you can test this out for yourself as as you move through these two episodes. Test this out for yourself. How does it feel when I sit in expectation versus how does it feel in my body when I lead from intention? And so try it out for yourself and play with it. Yeah, that's so true. You can, I mean, you can literally do that because this is like a this is like a how thing, not a what thing. So you may mm. you may have your idea of where you where you want to go or what you want to bring into your life. But the the fuel of the of the how you get there of of expectation versus intention is uh, is huge, and you can literally just try it on. You can be like, I'm going to intend to da 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 da, or my intention is da 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 da, versus I expect X Y or Z to happen, and in, and you can see how it feels in the body. So, also before we perhaps talk about some of the more practical aspects of this, then mate, why don't we? Um... So with an intention, what what does uh what does making an intention mean to you like what what is it how does it make sense to you or setting an intention setting an intention what comes to mind for me is being led by the heart so there's a a requirement to have a level of connection with that inner knowing, you know, the wisdom that we talked about on the mm. on the last podcast episode about this. Because I, I, I believe we can only set a meaningful intention if we have that contact first. So it's like the contact comes first and then the intention allows us to become aligned to it. So I, I know you 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 can tell us about your anchor in a minute, but to me, it's like a compass. Mm. So as we move around uh, a, a particular practice or a particular day or our life as a whole, we have something that is guiding us and allowing us to recalibrate along the way. Yeah, I... I... I love that. For some reason, I was taken to um, like intentions are very, uh, they're flowing from the now, they're flowing from the heart. They're like authentic. They're coming from us, like the real us consciousness. And um, I don't know why I was taught, brought to the idea of uh, authentic desire versus craving as well. And I can't remember who I was talking to the other day. It may have been Michael Neal. He's come up a lot in the last couple of episodes, but he was talking about how was it him i can't remember someone was talking about the difference between desire and craving and and often the buddha is quoted as saying that you know desire is the is the root of all suffering well if you've talked to many buddhists now they'll actually say well no it's craving and i was mm. and, and there's a difference desire is just like wanting something to happen because you're like yeah, oh i just yeah, want yeah. that craving is i want that to happen and i won't be happy until exactly and so exactly. there's there seems like a similar distinction here for me in that when you're being led from intention, it's like, I would dearly love this for this to happen. I want this to happen because, uh, but then that's like, and then it's like full stop. And it's, you don't add yeah. the the expectation, which is, and if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be pissed off or or whatever. It's kind of like the, the, the kind of difference between these things. And yeah, I love what you said about the comfort compass. 
intention is like uh, a really wonderful thing that's guiding us along the way, but it just doesn't have the same repercussions or impact on our life if for some reason we realize along the way that we're it's not where we want to go or and it also allows us to to already have what we're looking for so sid banks always used to say you know no he's saying hello hey buddy it's chester can oh, you is it chester me? yeah i can't i can't see him because it's too light hey bud <laughs> Sam says hello bye bless him <laughs> So Sid Banks used to say, you know, you can have everything that you've ever wanted once you realize you've already got it, you know, so yeah, these, these yeah. good feelings pour from inside of us, you know, so living from love, we're made of love, you know, living from joy, all these things flood from who we are inside of us. And um, so the intention can be to live from love or to live from who we really are. It's not a future based thing. It's a now thing. Mm. um so you can intend mm. you can have the intention of having a fucking mansion right but 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 there's no circumstance that can guarantee that you're going to get the feelings that you think it's going to give you but you can have those things now you can have the feelings of love and security and peace and fulfillment now and then you can go and have a mansion and you can desire that mansion or you can have the intention of having it but you don't have to crave it and it's not going to fuck you up if you don't get it which is a really different way of approaching life so this is no small distinction as i see it in an intention is about is is allows us to be in the dow allows us to be in the flow of life yeah. and, and i think innocently expectations can often be synonymous with resistance you know because it may be not immediately but at that point when that brewing discontentment shows its face because you know we've got a plan and the universe might have something different for us planned mm you know, we're going to suffer. I'm so glad that you said about it being rooted in the present because I want to underline that a few times because whatever whatever our intention, it is so important to be living as if that's already so now. Yeah. So important. And this is this is linked to, you know, the whole thing. Um, where, hang on, I'm going, to, I'm going to say it wrong, and I'm going to say it, say it the wrong way around. Where, is it where focus goes, energy flows? Hang on a minute. You got it, yeah. I heard that it, so it many times. It doesn't sound weekend. right, though. It doesn't sound right. Where attention, where yeah, attention well, goes. Energy flows energy where flows. attention goes, whatever, yeah. Yeah, where it's focus, yeah, attention, where attention goes, energy flows. Like this is the whole thing. Like you, you, you are going to create more in your life of what you focus on. So if you set your intention and then practice that intention as if it is already so, then, you know, this is, this is like the roots of um, manifestation. Yeah. And like, um, I mean, there's nowhere in my life in particular, perhaps we can talk about intention setting around certain practices and things that we've spoken about. And we talk about it's very often that you may set an intention at the beginning of a yoga practice or something like that. But in the world, so in, in something that's been really powerful and beautifully helpful for me and something I'm going to talk about a lot more going forwards in terms of my um, experience and healing from plant medicines without an intention if you're going to go into some very powerful healing ceremonies and shamanic settings without intention, 
you're you're like a ship without an anchor. And what mm. I found really interesting in my journey is that back when I did things irresponsibly when I was much younger and I didn't have an anchor, um, I would be much more likely to get lost at sea. But in ceremonial settings with healers, with people that are trained yeah. where to unlock the subconscious with an intention, like you said about, you know, where your attention is, the like reliably, reliably, I get answers and reliably I get a deepening of, of, of truth and understanding. And it's, and it's, it's been some of the most beautiful healing of my life. And I'm going to talk more about this and we've got some cool podcasts planned for the future. But it, to me, it's a very, very, very clear example, a very clear example. And this is true of any shamanic or any ceremonial or any healing tradition that an intention set at the beginning is key. Um, mm. It is key. It is the guiding light. It is literally an invitation for for the guidance to 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 show you and to turn up and and, and show you. Mm. And and you know, I I talk about that because I you know recently. So I was in a sweat lodge recently, and it's freaking intense. You're in a fifty degree, like fifty degree C. So it's hundred and twenty Fahrenheit hut for well like mud hut for effectively an hour and a half with with a bunch of other people and shit comes up and if you haven't set the intention of what you're doing it for when you go in there like you're gonna mm. freak out i mean it's tough anyway mm. and the same is true with ice baths for you perhaps you can talk a little bit about that like i think it's probably very true that knowing why you're doing that knowing that you're strengthening yourself and working with the stress response and no, and, and looking for clarity and, and awakening the, the inner strength that you have, like those things, they, it's literally the difference between getting out of an ice bath or staying in it. Right. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. The first time that I did an ice bath, there was a real distinction. It, it was almost, it, it was almost perceptible. Like you, you could, if you if and you you did everyone's kind of like stood out in a in a queue when it's going and you could almost pick the people that were going to have a hard time versus the people that were not going to have a hard time but i hadn't thought about it as explicitly as a level of intention but that seems to me to be absolutely what what's at play and and interestingly enough some expectation as well because yeah. you've got a bunch of people there going this is going to be cold. Yeah, it is. It is because it's ice. Um, but the the expectation of um, this is going to be really horrible. This is going to be really painful. And then guess what you get? That if that's what you focus on, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, that's so true of the alcohol journey as well, right? Like we talk about, I often say about the, the chap who sent me the email and said, I know that the first two weeks are going to be a living hell. I was like, how do you know that? And he was like, oh, cause I've been yeah. reading this and that. And then he said, he messaged me, you know, a week later it was like, it really wasn't what I expected it to be. Thank you so much for coaching me and just throwing a grenade into the ideas that I had about that and, and, and yeah. opening some other opportunities because I mean, this is one of the things, if you go into a sweat lodge or if you go into an ice bath, expecting it to be either easy or hard, if you just, you know, that's a you're setting yourself up for something but if you go in with the intention of discovering something about yourself or mm. or learning to let whatever it might be like it's it's a different calibration again it is it is it's one of the, do you know, when when you were talking about that chap you just reminded me of this um 
recently that um there's a, a client one-to-one that uh you know came came to me for coaching and it was just wonderful it's I'd said like how so this is like really early days of being alcohol free like the first week of being alcohol free and I said how are you feeling and he said excited yeah excited and I was like I was like fucking punching the air yeah. like, yes yes cool. and you know the, these are for, as a as a coach like that that's to me is the you know talk about ideals Ooh, I've got an, my ideal client because like they're so like when somebody's in that space where they are so open to what's possible, despite a great degree of uncertainty and potential fear, like that, that is where all the magic happens. So this is why, this is why we wanted to dedicate two episodes to intention because it has the capacity to change everything it's intensely powerful and if you've never practiced with intentions before then this episode today is going to help you to wherever you're at whether whether intentions that you work with or not we can help you determine what's um you know what sort of things you can consider to implement in your life now I don't know why this occurred to me when you were chatting, mate, but something that's just come to me is something I'd like to offer to anyone because we can maybe we can come up with a few little practices or ideas that people could use. But one of them is for anyone who has a holiday in the diary, I invite anyone who's in that position to get curious about what expectations they've got of that holiday. You don't have to do anything. Just notice that they're there. Do you expect it to be a certain way? Go a certain way. All those things, right? And just, 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 just notice and just, just put those to the side and set an intention for what you'd like to come from the holiday. An intention that even if things changed in and around what was going on, you know, and then that the an intention of like what you want to get from it. And because then, then you're not setting in stone things that have to happen. You're not trying to control the future in order mm-hmm. to get an outcome. You're setting your intention ahead of time. And what you may find is, I mean, COVID was such an example of this. How many people's expectations got shattered and how many of us suffered because of those things, you know, and, and some horrific things happened. I'm not saying it was like all based on on that, but to take an example, like holidays and things like that, it's the difference between being able to quickly realign ourselves with something that wasn't as we thought it was going to be and then let yeah. go and enjoy that thing more perhaps it, even than the first thing was going to be yeah it's it's a it's a great example because when it, when have we ever had anything like that or will have anything like that again well who knows and 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 some people and and I would count myself in that bracket really flourished during the pandemic because no, like I, I didn't have I didn't have any expectations at all and it would have been really easy to have built a, a bunch because we was you know in inverted commas, supposed to be homeschooling and all that, like, you know, I, I, my intention was purely around being being present, being present for all of it with the kids. Yeah. And I look back on those days and, the you know, you get the pictures come up as memories and stuff. And as you said, like, not taken away from all of the tragedy and the horrific things that happened, but in my own little microcosm it was it was a really enriching experience and it wouldn't have been if 
I had a bunch of expectations and it wouldn't have been if I was still drinking. One thing that's really powerful to reflect on, I think, at the macro level about what happened over over all the COVID stuff is that I think it's had a really profound impact on society as a whole because a lot of the things that we believed were solid, like things mm-hmm. that we've that are made of thought at a societal level, a lot of the expectations we had of things that were always going to be permanent, they crumbled, they disappeared. Yeah. And so at a very deep subconscious level, people have gone, oh, it's all fucking made up. Yeah. It's all made up. Um, exactly. And it just changed so quickly. And look, I know that a lot of things have come back in and things, but I think at a really deep level, people, a lot of people went, huh, how wild is this experience? This is, I've never been through something like this before. Something so uh, just, that just changed everything so quickly. Um, anyway, an int- a really interesting side point there. But so yeah, if you've got a holiday coming up or anything where you've built a big expectation around it. So here's another example for me. New Year's Eve was the bit, often such a massive disappointment to me because I had an expectation that it was going to be the best night of the year. And then it often wasn't, you know, because you've built it up. So it's funny how these things work. Um, yeah. It, and that that point that you make about certainly, and I can't, there's some quote that's related to this or some finding from a study. It's about like the, our ability as human beings to adapt, like the, the level of um, longevity lifespan, mm. I think is, is linked to our ability to um, to adapt to our circumstances and um, what have you. So this, this whole thing, I, I love your task of, you know, noticing what expectations might be there and then setting an intention because having taken that flexibility into something like a holiday is going to give you the opportunity to experience it in a really really different way and that's going to have a profound effect on your being which then means that you will want to take it forward and do it again and this is the the whole thing here is with intention we're focusing on like how we want to feel as opposed to arbitrary uh what do you call them before? It's like it's like um, immovable outcomes. It's it's really it's like it's like night and day. It's, yeah, it's totally different. And one of the reasons for that is that feelings come from thought, and so and it may come from subconscious, like not necessarily just thinking, but it comes from this power of thought that we have running through us in every moment. So the moment you connect with an intention, you'll start to fucking feel it. You'll start to reverberate with that. You'll start how you'll realize that you've got what you're looking for, and then you can yeah. build from a different place. You can stand somewhere else it's not i'll be happy when thinking anymore Mm. it's i am happy and i'm going to build from that place um and realizing that is really it's a really different way to live life um and that's why i think i mean i i haven't done this for a while but there have been times in my life where i've set like an intention for every single day and and i know that we definitely got clear about you know intentions for this podcast um Mm. and although we've probably been a little bit lax compared to what some people might be in terms of like you know big like you know we're going to get clear on our values i mean we know what they are because we talk to each other all the time but the biggest thing that we've had is an intention um Mm. to 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 not hold back to 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 be willing to 
change and see things as we see things truthfully or say things as we see things on the day truthfully and if it's different the next week we're gonna we're gonna go there we're gonna say it looks different to us and i think you know i think that's huge like base everything in love and and wanting to just have a channel so that people can see the world differently and 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 those intentions they they say nothing of the what they say nothing of like the action or what we're going to do or the topic we're going to have each week and but but there's but they're strong you know they're a really powerful energy for something like this and that can work for your day it can work for for a project it can work for anything you know if we're going into anything in our lives and we haven't considered the intention maybe it's mm. uh just a huge thing that we can bring in that would start making a difference in our life and and interestingly it will probably cast a massive highlight where we've got hidden expectations too oh yeah 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 it's almost like there's two levels of operation there's what you're describing feels like this um this macro this like zoomed out version and particularly in life where we move through transitions to reassert or clarify what our intention is can be a really helpful practice defining that connection with ourselves reaffirming that aligning with that it's it's like that that compass that i was describing earlier and then there's to me like this micro level where it comes down to it might be a daily thing it might be with a specific practice, like you mentioned, the sweat lodge, the ice bath, the yoga, um, the yoga class, intention settings often for, uh, as part of um, physical yoga practice. Um, it could be daily prayer. It could be um, within, in fact, we could talk about the alcohol journey, like setting intention as part of that. Um it, it could be shared as well. It could be like a shared intention with our partner or or, or whoever to, because the thing is then it's not like a prescribed map. It's like the intention is for us to live here or from this place or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. And then you and your partner can then dance the dance in the way that you do and find, find your way to wherever it is you're going rather than both expecting each other to behave in a certain way so that you can get to a certain outcome, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like a different energy. There's more flow to it is as it seems to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. More flow, more flexible, reciprocal, more yoga. Yeah. Oh, it is yeah. a yoga, this like, so a yoga in the terms of like learning unity and, and flexibility and, and mobility and, and going with the flow you know, many things in life are a yoga. Yoga is not necessarily just asana and physical movement. There's so many limbs to it. And this is kind of a yoga, living from intention and noticing your expectation is something where, you know, you're going to, I would imagine until the day that we die, we're going to be uncovering expectations that we're we're innocently carrying that we don't know that we've got. You know, we're, it's, and at the same time, we're going to be getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the truth of that. We We operate from different places at the same time. We're, entirely human and forgiving ourselves for our humanness is beautiful and it's important mm. we're also deeply spiritual we're much much bigger than just the human part of ourselves and you know if, if you're not someone that necessarily vibes with that language you know we can talk about we're not just intellect we're consciousness we're much much deeper than just mm. personality and intellect and ego um you know throw out the words that don't work and pick the ones that work for you but 
knowing that knowing that the those two levels and being on that yoga being on that journey is uh is is wonderful it's really it, i think it's a route it's a much quicker route to uh forgiveness for ourselves and others oh, yeah. and that's the other massive impact that this has is that it will allow us to forgive as mm -hmm. as uh and allow us to drop weight that we have been carrying for a long time and and I know I was talking to someone in one of the programs that we do for this naked mind the other day, Ellie, who effectively said to me, no, I've sort of, everything's melted. I had all these yeah. ideas about the world and my partner, and it's all gone and it's happened for them as well. And it truly feels like we've given each other a fresh start. It's kind of odd that we still, we feel like we've met each other again, even though we've been married for however long mm. and who knows what will happen. In like in, in any of these things, it's not about that, but the intention is to truly listen to each other, to truly reconnect with each other, to truly, and, and how we'll figure itself, you know, how we do that will figure itself out because the intention is the guiding light, like it is for this podcast, right? The, it's kind of like the, the thing that's out there in front of you that that's all you need to see. That's yeah. the flashlight in the fog. Yeah. It has such power that it can cut through any illusion any illusion how our you know how we're living what's at play yeah it's a bit this is a big deal do we want to talk a little bit do we want to give a couple of like really clear examples of intention setting yeah so i mean i think it could be as simple because the thing is it's often like well how on earth do i do it then well like mm -hmm. something as simple as setting an intention for the day in the morning could be huge for people or if you're Going have, you into, ever, have you ever done that? Yes, I have. I, it's not something that I've done recently, but I have done that in the past. And um, it's, you know, to, you know, in fact, I've, I've quite often set intentions for meetings and things like that, you know, or or coaching sessions as well. So, for example, my intention might be to become a, to become a better listener or to, you know, to do things like that. And it doesn't require any more than that. I don't think it needs, we don't have to like get really hardcore with ourselves and like remind ourselves all the time. It's just saying the words, you know, I'm, I'm going to, um, I'm going to go to this, uh, social meeting and I intend to, to let go of the parts of me that aren't serving me and, and just be as mm -hmm. present with the people that I love as I can. That's it you know, yeah. and then go to that thing and see what happens. Or maybe it's waking up in the morning and saying, okay, um, today is my day off. And I know that I often don't actually allow myself a day off. And so I'm going to have an intention to give myself, I intend to, to give myself the permission to just be today, mm -hmm. to actually rest, to truly rest. You know, it, 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 it's infinite, the things that could come out, but, but keep it really, really simple, I think. Um, yeah. so either daily or, or for big events, but maybe that business meeting that's coming up, you know, I intend to, you know, often, often. And so if you're going into something troubling as well, I think it can be really, really powerful. Like if you're going to go into a mediation with someone and, and you know, that you, you know, I am, I intend to listen from the heart and remember that this person is, uh, is a human just like me and they see the world differently to what I do, you know, it, something like that could have a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about when I embarked on going alcohol free mm. and my intention then was, oh, not now, Noe, can you go and see your daddy? 
Might have to press. We've got a visitor. And just press pause for a second. I will do. And remind me where I was at. Okay, we've got we've got an Ellie Crow back. She's been on uh, ice cream duty. Ice cream. Don't say. Well, well. Let's let's see. We've got we've got to try ten minutes. We can do this. We can. We can do this. So I I was talking about setting an intention for our alcohol free journey and, and and what I did and this wasn't like that I had. This, this it, it wasn't like some kind of um, thought out, well thought out process necessarily. It was just what seemed, and this is why intentions are great because they're not coming from here. I'm pointing to my head. <laughs> they're coming from the heart. They're coming from um, that wisdom, that feeling. And what I was being led by and the intention that I set was, and this is so for those that don't know, I came across this naked mind in the December 2019. Discovered the science about alcohol, desired to drink, immediately went. And I was kind of caught in this weird liminal space of, I don't want to drink, but how do you not drink when that's all you've done for your adult life? And a week or so later, joined the alcohol experiment that was starting on the 1st of January. So what I took, so what happened within that, that liminal space, as I then went into the the pre-work and then the alcohol experiment was, I adopted this intention of, uh, or discovered this intention within of, I'm just willing to be wrong. I'm willing to be wrong about everything that I know because that that opening had been so powerful for me. So my intention wasn't, I'm not going to drink for 30 days or whatever. Mm. It wasn't about the behavioral outcome. It was about how I was gonna, how I was gonna be, how I was gonna engage with life. And that was and funnily enough, free of expectation, right? I'm willing to be wrong. <laughs> I'm completely open. Yeah, I love it. And I think it's important to note that it doesn't have to contain, you know, you don't have to say my intention is. So, for example, before I go into any kind of ceremony or build the sweat lodge at the weekend, um, I basically so I always almost I mean, I direct these the the question to what makes sense to me. So I direct the question to the universe or to Mother Earth or whatever. Right. I'm very, uh, you know, to that force behind evolution, to the thing that's guiding everything moving through everything that that's where i ask i'm not asking my intellect i'm i'm asking of of that energy to to either make something clearer or yeah. or to help me release some unconscious fear or to give me a deeper knowing of something that i already know to be true or a reminder or sometimes it might just be to be to look to care for me to like keep me safe or to look yeah. after me and so i'll yeah. go you know and and that that's amazing and sometimes an intention can just be to see whatever I'm supposed to see. So mm. it's it doesn't have to be crystal clear. It doesn't. Mm. It it's mm. just it. There's something about the energy of of um. Hang on. How how to language this? It's about going into something with intention. It, it's not even necessarily like a vocalized intention. It's about knowing that you're going in and not just going in on autopilot. So if you walk into an ice bath, you know, you're going to get a 
shock if you if you go into any of these things they, they're all metaphorical like whatever we're talking about if you go on the alcohol free journey without any kind of intention of who you want to be what you want to see what you want to learn da, 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 then you know you don't have that anchor you don't have that compass you do, and and i think that's it so so it doesn't it can just be taking a minute just for example before you go into that that alcohol free socializing setting i often talk to people about before you open the door and walk in mm. stop just for one minute look at the look at the sky look at whatever's near you breathe and just say okay here here i am in this moment going to go in here and i'm going to learn something and then you open the door because what a lot of us do is we get out of the taxi or the car or whatever. We're in a flurry. We're a bit anxious about it. And without even, we just walk straight into that thing. And before we know it, we're talking to uncle Dave and whatever's happening. Right. So just, it can be just slowing down for a minute, taking a breath. That can be an intention. So it's per, it's, it's about, yeah, I don't know if that made any sense. I'm it, trying it, to language something that it feels a little bit hard it, to clothe in it, language. It, it, it made a whole heap of sense and it it just brought to mind how empowering it is and how much like in that kind of an example that you've just given it, the swell of confidence that can come with that versus the level of anxiety that can be present when we go in blind when we go in where we we haven't prepared in the same way uh it's a it's a really it's a really powerful tool used in the in the right way. Um, it 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 has the propensity to define your experience in a really really different way. Quite literally, I mean, like, so if you if you, for example, you know, when Scott was here, we were talking about the reticular activating system and the filters that we have in our mind. If you intend to walk into somewhere and notice all the negative shit, that's what you'll see. If you, if you have an intention to walk in and see the love, that's what you'll see. Like there's literally something that it's called the shape of your listening. This is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Just as a final thing to, to finish on. If the shape of your listening is to go into a relationship that you've had with someone and you've got some kind of subconscious layers where you're expecting to pick up on conflict or expecting to see the ways that you're being judged. That's what you'll see. That will the shape of your listening will follow that. Um, if you if you decide or if you have an intention that you're going to go and meet someone anew, someone that you've known for a very very long time, but you're going to change the shape of your listening. And you're going to be there with them for the first time. And you're going to notice all of the ways that they do something different or whatever. Then you will have a different experience. You quite literally see through the filter, the goggles that you're wearing that day. And that's mm -hmm. why sometimes you meet someone, they're just okay. They're just fine. You know, you, you and then you see them another time, they annoy the buggery out of you. You're like, what the, you know, it's like, that's what's going on. It's not them that's changing. It's us. So yeah. you're literally, this is like a, it's like a deep spiritual truth as well as being like a neurological, biological hack that's going to allow you to do certain things in your life and see certain things in a certain way. And do you want to live through life with more positivity, seeing more joy and love and having more less conflict? This is a wonderful way of, of bringing that in. Yeah. Without going off on another tangent, what it, what it made me think about was the other podcast episode that we talked about recording around victim mode yeah so it's a it's a tactic that 
guards against being a victim. And we've all experienced a level of that, you know, victim mentality in our lives, I'm sure. And it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel great. Sometimes we can get so stuck in it and we don't know how to get out of it. But it's through empowerment, that's what I'm saying, like this, but by setting intention, you're empowering yourself, you're giving yourself this level of confidence and I think the way that I expressed it earlier was it's like you you are uh, you are in your full expression or you have the potential to be in your full expression and that's really really different from being closed down and in the feeling of the world is happening to me and I'm just kind of like bobbing about in all of it yeah rather than for me by me and through me exactly mm -hmm. And so, hey, just to tie a really lovely, neat little bow on this, I'd love to put the invitation out there to anyone who's tuned in and has been touched by something in this or whatever, or, or whatever it might be. Come, come get in the Facebook group. Come and let us know your intentions for the next year, for your alcohol-free journey, for the day, for whatever it may be. Like, we'd mm. love to see that. And and just to say, like, this morning, I, I we got an email from someone. This like, and, and we get emails all the time, but we got one. This morning, it just happens to be the most recent. That was just lovely. It's just so nice to to wake up and read something like that. Someone basically pouring their heart out and saying, thank you so much for doing this. Like it's, it's making such a difference in my life. And um, so, yeah, you know, thank you to anyone who is tuning in. And we, we truly dearly love to see when people have picked things up at whatever level they've or whatever depth they've seen something and especially if it's made a difference in your life to let us know about it it's always a nice thing to to hear about yeah and and, and a wonderful wonderful thing to do like that costs nothing but a bit of time that can have a a huge impact is either writing a review oh yeah sharing the podcast or both yeah because you never you just never know who it's going to touch in what kind of a way and then the ripple effect from there on in. And all of us that are in this community together, we all have that same pull in some way that we want to, we want to pay this forward or we want to pay it back to others. So sharing, please do share the podcast please do go and write us a review if you haven't already and thank you everyone for just being you and listening yeah i'm gonna go out on a limb and i'm gonna say that from that was easily one of my most of the podcasts that we've recorded together that was a really really nice one i feel like i've learned a lot from that i enjoyed really enjoyed that conversation it was really cool and we didn't know where it was going to go and um yeah, I feel really grateful to have uh, to have had that mm. chat. We but... did have an intention, though, and I think we also met the intention. You know it. With the output. Yeah, yeah. Right, team. So much love your way. Ellie's going to go to the caravan now, and I'm going <laughs> to crack on with some shit that I haven't done because I've been putting my brain back in my, in, in my head after uh, a very special weekend. Um, but uh, it took a little took a little while to couldn't take me a while to integrate. But um, thanks for being here and listening, team. Love you all. Love you all. 
Bye. So there we have it. And uh, yeah, not much else to say other than we really, really, really want to hear what's been going on for you. What shifts have come from this podcast? Is there any extensions of this you'd like to hear about? Come let us know in the Facebook group and it's the best time to join. Because trust me, you don't want to miss some of the announcements we've got coming up. Across autumn, we're going to have some absolutely awesome launches coming up. Some really different things that we have never done before. Some things that are really exciting. Lots of things I can't break cover on yet because I'll get in trouble. But um, needless to say, we're we're busy behind the scenes putting some things together that are going to be really cool. And we can't, we're just so excited to let you know about them. See you in the Facebook group team. Have a great week. And uh, yeah, you're all badasses.